The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. You may be seated. Okay. Praise God. Good morning, everybody. Ah, church, good morning, everybody. Okay, so we'll be looking at the subject, understanding devils. Very, very important. <laughs> understanding devils. Hallelujah. Revelations chapter number 12. Now, we've said several times and explained that when you're, when you're studying or looking at any book of the Bible that is a prophetic book, there are certain understandings we must have and certain things we must actually get very clear. A prophetic book, all right, has a lot of figurative expressions in that many things in a prophetic book are not literal. So you are going to see metaphorical expressions, all right, in prophetic writings. For example, Genesis chapter number 1 to Genesis chapter number 3, all right, is a prophetic book in that Moses wrote the book of Genesis by our visions, Ezekiel. The book of Ezekiel chapter number 1, chapter 2, chapter 3 is a prophetic book. You have a lot of typological or metaphorical statements there where you will see certain terms used all right, that point to something. In the book of Revelations, we have a woman, all right, who was used to represent Israel. Do you have a um, dragon used to speak to Satan? Praise God. Praise God. And it's very, very important to have that understanding when you are reading prophetic books so that you do not call Peter Paul and Paul Peter. Praise God. Now, Revelation chapter number 12. Ah, you will learn something this, 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 this today in the name of Jesus. You are going to learn. Now, are you ready? Revelation chapter number 12. Hmm. Let us look at it from verse 1. I want you to see something. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. Now, notice. Remember the figurative and metaphorical expression I'm talking about. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. Okay? And she being with child, cried, travelling in birth, and pained um, birth, and pained to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold a great red dragon, having seven heads, and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head. Now, you see, as we study, if you read the book of Revelations, you will see that this is referring to nation states under the domain of the Antichrist. But let's continue. And it says, And he still drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman with, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. Verse 5, everybody read. It says, what? And she brought a forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. Very, very important, oh, you know. Very, very important, you know, um, this thing. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared of God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. And look at verse seven. And there was what? War in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was there found any more, um, uh, whether there was there place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. Now, notice something very important. This heaven here is not talking about the heaven of God, though. You know, there are three heavens. There is the first heaven, which is the cloud that you see. Then you have the atmospheric heaven, praise God. And then you have what? 
All right, the heaven of God. Remember, we said this was a vision. Clear? Clear? It was a what? A vision. And in the vision, it says that a woman appeared, a great wonder appeared in heaven. The heaven here is not the heaven of God. It's talking about in the vision, in the sky. So that means he was seeing a vision, and in the sky, a great wonder appeared in heaven. Are you following? Are you following? Uh-huh. Before you now start saying this is not, not the heaven of God. Many a times when you see the word heaven there, there are times when it's the heaven of God, there are times when it's the second heaven, and there are times when it's the word atmospheric heaven. For example, when the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All right? The word heaven there is in plural. It says, the, in the beginning, God created the what? The heavens and the earth. Are you following? So it's not just referring to one. Is this clear? All right. Praise God. Now let's continue. He says, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and um, the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore in heaven. That means in the vision in heaven, in the, in the sky, there was no more place found for him. So that is when he says there was no more place found for him. It's speaking figuratively, uh, figuratively that there was a place before for him, all right, in that place. That means there was something he was doing, all right, in a place, in a room that he was in that he was no longer permitted to do so, all right, because of some actions he had taken. Are you following? He now says, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent. Now notice, he's now trying to move from figurative expression to now literal language. Are you noticing? He says, and that and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called what? The devil. And what? Satan. So he gives us two names. The devil and what? Satan, which deceived the whole world. Now, he now tells us that the uh, modus operandi of this person called the devil and Satan is that he deceives. Glory to God. He what? He deceives. He says, deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth. Praise God. And what? And his angels were cast out what? With him. Now, Praise God. And the angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the what? Accuser of our brethren. Now, the second thing we see, after we see about the devil that he's deceiving the whole world, the next thing is that he's a what? Accuser. We're going to explore all of this during this, um, this month. So the accuser of our brethren is what? Cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And verse 11, everybody read one to go. It says what? And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their word testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. So we can see Revelation 12 actually is speaking, all right, prophetically about redemption. But he speaks, it, he speaks about it figuratively. Praise the Lord. All right. He speaks about it what? Figuratively. Amen. Now, this will now let us understand a few things about this character called the devil. Amen. The character called the devil. Now, the first question we need to answer is this. Who created the devil? Why is there a devil? Did God create the devil? Then if he created the devil, why? What's the purpose of the creation of the devil? From Genesis chapter 1 verse 31 to tells us that God created all things and he saw that it was good. Is the devil good? No. Which means if the devil wasn't good, it means that the devil wasn't God's creation. Hallelujah. Look at it. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was what? Light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from what? The darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called what? Night. And the evening and the morning were what? The first day. Praise God. Now look at verse 31. He says, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was what? Very what? Good. So the first one, it was good. The next one, it was what? Very good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now if you notice in Genesis chapter 1, he says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was what? Was good. And God divided the light from what? The darkness. So that means, what was the de- creation? Light. Darkness was not the creation. All right? Light was separated from darkness to show that there is a distinction. And remember when we looked at, um, we talked on soteriology. I told you what light and darkness meant in Genesis 1. Remember, it is what? Figurative. 
Praise the Lord. All right? It was what? Figurative. Darkness there is talking about the mass of humanity without eternal life. While light there is talking about the mass of humanity with eternal life. Praise God. Because the light of God is Christ Jesus. And men that have received Christ Jesus are called the light. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, very important for us to see. Because in Genesis chapter 1, when you understand it Christologically, Genesis chapter 1 is talking and referring to the gospel. So, God created only good. All right? God didn't create evil. Hallelujah. In James chapter 1 verse 17, we see this reiterated. God created good and he gives good gifts. Because somebody will say, ah, why did God create the devil? I have people say things like that. I mean, I've asked people ask honest questions like that. Why did God create the devil? No, God didn't create the devil. Just like God didn't create sin. Hallelujah. James chapter 1 verse 17, everybody read. Let us even read from verse 16. He says, do not err, my beloved brethren. Don't go into error. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from what? Above. And cometh down from what? The Father of lights, in with whom there is no what? Very weakness, neither what? Shadow of turning. Every good gift, if it is good, if it is perfect, then it came from God. Hallelujah. So the question now will be, where then the devils come from? Where did Satan come from? Did Satan create himself? The devils create himself, create themselves. No. The devil, before he became the devil, was an angel. He was an angel of God. Praise the Lord. Look at Job chapter 38. He was an angel of God. Are you ready? Job 38 and verse 5. Thank God. Oikea Ota is closer than we first, when we first believed. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, sometimes eh, when I announce these things, I mention some things, I was asking something about CRC and stuff. If you know the details, you understand. You understand the work of it. Praise the Lord. You understand what? The work of what? <laughs> faith is sweet to teach but it's better to live are you following what I'm saying faith is sweet to teach but it is a, it's better lived out now it says Job 38.5 it says who had laid the measures thereof if thou knowest God is asking Job some very important questions or who had stretched out the line upon it where upon are the foundations thereof fastened or who laid the cornerstone thereof? Now, what God is asking Job are questions about the beginning of time. That is creation questions. Are you following? Are you following? He now says, now he now says in verse seven. He says, when the morning stars sang together, all right, and all the sons of God what shouted for joy. Now, morning stars and sons of God are metaphorical expressions used to refer to angels. Hallelujah. Remember, how ah, that falling, falling, oh, Lucifer, you understand, oh, morning star, all of those stars talking about angels. So he's saying, and he's telling you, that the creation of the earth and the creation of angels were around the same time. Are you following? Come on, are you following? Come on, are you following? Around the same time. Now, if you look at Colossians chapter number one, you see, you know, also where it tells us about the creation of angels. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 tells us, it says, Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? And by the way, congratulations to everyone that just got married. Emmanuel and his darling and uh, Albert and, and his darling. I couldn't make it for, I was tired. I needed to rest. You understand? After CRC like this, I, I, I went straight to work. I didn't go and leave. So <laughs> I was about leaving. My wife was like, I was thinking, I'm leaving now. Watch the car to go. I just felt it in my body. Ah, guys. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now he said, Who is the image of the invisible God? The firstborn of every creature. Verse 16. Everybody read one, two, go. He says, What? For by him were what? All things what created that are in heaven and that are in the earth, 
visible and what? Invisible. It now says, whether they be what? Thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were what? Created by him and what? For him. Now, I told you, uh, these thrones, principalities and powers is talking about angelic ranking. Remember that? During the teaching on angels. So, this is showing you that what God created were what? Angels. Praise God. He created what? Angels. He created angels. And so important for us to note something about what we see in Colossians 1.16. In that God created angels with specifications. So he didn't create um, angels the same, then gave them rank. No. So he created the thronos as a thronos. He created the principality as a principality. Are you following what I'm saying? So that means he created them with, you know... The, you know, with do, that, those capacities. Hallelujah. All right. So he created them so powerful. It was God that created them. It was God that created angels. Now, what did he create them for? What was the purpose of the creation of angels? Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14. Now look at what he says here in verse 14. He says, all right, or start verse 13. He says, but to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Verse 14, he says what? Are they not all what? Ministering what? So that means all angels are what? Ministering spirits. All right? Public what? Functionaries. Public what? Servants. They are all ministering spirits. Sent forth. Listen. The word expression sent forth there means they are under command. Glory to God. All right, you can only send forth someone that is under an authority. And whose authority are they under? God. So angels were created under the command of God for one purpose. Sent forth to minister for them. What do we say is the better word according to study? Through them, who shall be called the what? Who shall be heirs of salvation. So the purpose of the creation of angels was for who? Man. Are you, are you following? Angels were created to serve God's purposes for man. So the reason for the existence of angels is man. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? Glory to God. You will now understand why Satan hates you. I was, I was, uh, I was listening to someone. The, 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 the teacher said, the Bible, um, the pastor said, that the reason why Satan hates man was that man took his place. I was like, sorry, what? Man took Satan's place? No, 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 no. That's not like yeah. Hey, 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 listen. Don't think I heard people say stuff like the devil was in heaven. And it was a choir master of heaven orchestrating music. Then he fell. Then God now said, oh, there's no more music. Then I said, let us now make man. To take, no, those things are things by moonlight. They didn't, that's not what the Bible teaches. It never says rubbish like that. There's no place like, nothing like that in the Bible. Michael was a warrior. Gabriel is email. Then the devil is worshiper. No, no, true. There is nothing like that. That oh, that's why God loves Lucifer so much because he was always praising him. <clears throat> you were saying, "Thank you, my Lord." Then I was dancing like this, dancing close to the Lord, and and Lord was like, "Oh, yes, Lucifer. Mm, you know how to do this music thing." Oh, it's not like that. There's no nothing. There is nothing in the Bible like that. All of those things are just myths and legends. Hallelujah. You know, to strengthen, you know, worship people. Yes, sir. To strengthen them and say, oh, that is why there's a lot of immorality in the choir. Let me tell you something. I tell you why there's, anyway, not in our choir, amen. But do you know why there's immorality in many choirs? It's very simple. The, there is no part of the of church where they interact as much as, as, as they do like choir. Is it not true? The choir, they will be as 
They can react two times and they can do videos. So they interact a lot. So because of interaction, you understand? Don't let us now spiritualize rubbish. Hallelujah. And now begin to say stuff that doesn't make sense. They, they interact the most. The ushering team doesn't interact as much as the choir. The, the choir. Hallelujah. Hmm. Let's continue. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So man was the major focus of God's creation. Everything God created was created to revolve around man. Including angels. That is why you will not see any account or any word concerning angels in the scriptures outside of a man. It is either the angel will apply, appear what? To a man. Glory to God. Bring information to a man. Or come because a man prayed. Are you following? So it was always tied to a man. Because the purpose of the existence of angels was man. So now the question we now ask is this. Okay, if God created the, the, the devil as an angel, how did he become the devil? Now let me first of all state very clearly that the word devil is not the name of Satan. Devil and Satan are descriptions. Glory to God. It's like saying the name of Leonor Messi is striker. Are you following what I'm saying? Or saying the name of Ronaldo is footballer. Footballer is a description of what he does. Are you following? That's not his name. If you notice, angels have names. But the Bible does not give us an insight into the names of plenty angels. Reason being that the Bible is not a book about angels. The Bible was written with a purpose. What is the purpose? To bring all men to faith that is in what? Christ Jesus. So it minimizes all of all those distractions so that what is important is very clear to you. So you only have the names of two angels in the Bible. Gabriel and Michael. End of story. But there is no name of every, any devil in the Bible. They are given a generic name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Satan. Devil. Things like that. Then you see words like demons. Foul spirit. Familiar spirit. Evil spirit. That's not a name. It's a what? Description. So, Satan, devil, is, so because many times when I, when I say devil, what do you see? You imagine one dark person with horns on his neck and, and, and uh, what do you call it? And a tail, wagging it and saying, oh, yes, and that's what you see. Hallelujah. That's what you see. But devil is not a name. Devil is a description. Praise the Lord. So, how did an angel become a devil? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? Now, let's back up. What was the primary purpose of an angel? It was what? Sent forth to minister through them that are the heirs of salvation. Which means that the primary purpose of a devil was to what? Number one, minister through those who are called to be heirs of salvation. And the purpose of, the, uh, of angels, sorry, was actually about the salvation of men. The purpose of angels was to bring about the actualizations of the plans and the purposes of God for man. Which was what? Turn to Titus chapter 1. You should already know this now. Verse 1 to 3. Titus chapter 1. Look at it. From verse 1 to 3. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect, and the acknowledging of the truth is after godliness. Verse 2, it says, In hope of what? Eternal life, which God that cannot lie, promised before the world began. So, he promised eternal life before the world began, and the purpose for which angels were created was to help man find his way to eternal life. Praise God. So, you will see that in Genesis chapter um, chapter 3, after man was driven away from the what? The garden. It was two angels that were standing at the gate of the garden, guarding the way to what? Eternal life. In the Ark of the Covenant, the Bible lets us know that what? The mercy seat is in between what? Two cherubims. Hallelujah. 
In Acts of Apostles chapter 10, it was an angel of the Lord that appeared to Cornelius, directing him to a man who had the message of eternal life. Are you following? After the resurrection um, of Jesus Christ, it was angels that appeared to the women and said, why are you looking for the living among what? The dead. He is not here. He is risen. Then when Jesus ascended up, it was angels that looked to the disciples and said, this Jesus that you see rising up before you, he's going to come back in like what? In like manner. Angels. Because their purpose was about bringing men to that point of seeing the purpose of their existence, which is what? Eternal life in what? In Christ Jesus. Are you following this so far? So, angels' role was to bring men to the point, all right, of realization of what they were created for. Eternal life in what? Christ Jesus. So, angels are pro God's plan. Angels are pro God's purpose. Angels are pro men. Because they were created for men. Did you hear what I said? Angels are pro-men because they were created for men. Glory to God. Now, but are you now seeing something very important? That the service of angels to men is as it pertains to what? Salvation. Are you following? Salvation. Eternal life. So now, where then did the devil come from? And I want you to see, but we need to now understand why the devil is not the name, but the description of what he does. The word devil. Hmm. Hallelujah. Are you ready to learn? Oh. Hmm. The word devil, what does it mean? The word devil is from the word diabolos. Diabolos. The word diabolos means an accuser. It's the same meaning that the word Satan has. Diabolos is accuser. Satan is what? Accuser. That's what it means. Satan is accuser. Diabolos is accuser. All right? The word, it means accuser. And when you understand what accuser is, it means somebody who opposes another. So, Satan is someone, all right, speaks of someone who stands in opposition. Are you paying attention? Are you following? Someone who stands in opposition. Who stands in the place of the accuser for the purpose of opposing. Praise the Lord. That's what Satan is. Hallelujah. That's what he does. So that means what he does. Now, if you look at the first Corinthians, um, Revelation 12, 11, he says the accuser of the brethren. So that means if, if, let me show you that word accuser in verse 11. It says, and they, uh, it says, uh, verse 10. It says, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of the skies for the what? Accuser. Now, that word accuser there, this word accuser of our brethren is cast down. That word accuser is the Greek word, all right, categorio. Now, that is K-A-T-E-G-O-R-E-O. It means a prosecuting lawyer. That's what it means. It means, a pro you know, when you get into a court and you say, my Lord, <laughs> my Lord, all right, uh, I'm speaking for the crown. All right, my name is um, Barista Femiolale Esquire, you know. And I'm speaking for the crown against um, um, Mr. Tyre, owner of the smoothie shop. And I'm bringing an accusation that I wanted watermelon smoothie and he gave me a balloon smoothie. 
and I am suing. Yes, sir. So it's a prosecutor. Are you seeing that? Is a what? Accuser. So accuser, Satan, devil means and tells you something very important about the devil is that devil stands in opposition. Opposition to two things. One, opposition to the brethren. Brethren being men, heirs of salvation. And opposition to God's plans. Angels are for God's plan. The devil stands in opposition to God's plan. So that means what made the devil the devil was his decision concerning God's plan. Hey, do you understand? His decision concerning God's plan. God's plan. So he was called devil because of what he began to do. Because he began to what? Oppose what God was for. He began to stand against what God was for. Is this clear? Come on, is this clear? Is this clear? So, he was an angel, had a specific purpose, but he changed his own purpose. And began to act contrary to what God had called him and created him to do. Now, this shows us something very important. That angels have a will of their own. They are not automatons. They are not robots. I've heard many people teach something and say, the difference between men and angels is that man has a choice. Angels don't have a choice. That angels worship God because they don't have a choice. But men worship, no, no, that's not true. Angels have a choice. If angels did not have a choice, then there would be no devil. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. If angels don't have a choice, then there will be no devil. Now, let us now visit Genesis chapter number 3. Genesis chapter number 3. Hallelujah. Now, let's understand a few things. Notice. What were angels created to do? To lead men to eternal life. Amen. Amen. What were angels created to do? To lead men to eternal life. Alright. Their purpose was to lead men to that position. Alright. Of choosing life. Now, in the Garden of Eden, was an angel there? Was an angel there? Was the tree of life there? Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? There was an angel there. There was a tree of life there. Was a man there? Ah, so a man was there. An angel was there. The tree of life was there. Now, we will go to Genesis 3. Okay, you are getting it now. Ah. Yeah. Praise God. Now we go to Genesis 3. Then we will now go to Ezekiel. All right, chapter uh, 26. You will see some interesting things. Now in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, it says, Now the serpent. Now notice, it says, The serpent. Who is the serpent? Who is the serpent? Uh-huh. Because I've heard people say things like, Oh, um, twofold, you know, there, there, there's something in theology called the twofold application, where one word, all right, can have a twofold meaning. Yes, there, there are things like that in scripture, all right, and that's what we, we have figurative expression, all right. And but, but the mistake many make is that they now say that there was an actual snake in Genesis three, that Adam and Eve were talking to a snake. No, there was no snake. They were not talking to any snake. Are you following what I'm saying? It should have been weird. Now I've heard some people say, you see, you see oh, that the, the, the snake, I've thought that rubbish before. It says, the snake, you know, now you, you learn some things from some people now, you understand? Then you, you, when you grow up, you ah, this is rubbish. You know, the, you know, the teaching was that, that there was a snake and that in, before the fall, glory to God, that the snake could walk and he had four legs. You understand? Then after the fall, because God now says you crawl on your stomach, then the snake lost all his legs and began to crawl on his belly. 
but it's clearly a metaphor. Because we saw in Revelations where he calls the devil what? Snake, serpent. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's like saying that Jesus was an actual lamb. That he was not a human being. When he says the lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world, that he was not an actual lamb that was walking like this with four legs. Oh, the lamb of God is metaphorical. But when Jesus says, I'm the bread of life, does he mean that he was an agege loaf of bread that was walking throughout the earth? No. That would be weird, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be weird? So one of the rules of Bible interpretation is to identify when something is figurative and when something is what? Literal. Do not make what is literal figurative. I do not want what is figurative literal. You will end up in a ditch. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. He says, now the serpent, the devil, is what he's talking about. Now, listen, notice. You will notice something very important. Huh? At this point in Genesis 3, the Bible calls the devil a serpent. But you must note something. That at this point, Adam was still in Eden. The devil was still where? Could you ask us a question? Why was the devil in Eden? Why was he there? Was because he was posted there as an angel of God to who? To serve man. That was his job. To be with man. He was to be with man. In Eden. That's why you notice that in Eden, because listen, in the conversation that ensued in Genesis 3, there was no animosity between Eve and the serpent. Because if the devil was already a devil uh, 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 before they fell, we would have noticed that Eve must have been in opposition to the serpent. She was not scared of the serpent. They thought like people that knew each other. There was a familiarity going. Are you following what I'm saying? It was familiar. Ah, look at it now. Look at it. He says, now the serpent was more subtle. That means it was wise than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. Now, notice what he's telling you. He's telling you that there are classes of angels that are intelligent. Because the subtlety here. All right, subtlety is reverse wisdom. Are you following? It's wisdom used wrongly. Are you paying attention? So, before the devil fell, he was known to be wise. You are going to see it also in Ezekiel. So, angels are of different levels of what? Intelligence. And when he says, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. Notice his figurative language. You cannot compare apples with oranges. You compare apples with apples. So when he says more subtle than all the beasts of the field, the beasts of the field there in context, in figurative context, will be what? Angels. So among angels, this guy was very wise. Are you following? Guy was wise. God gave him that wisdom. Glory to God. And you, you see that wisdom also with Gabriel. And you see that wisdom also with what? Michael. Though we know, we've, we don't find Michael ever saying anything in the Bible. We only have Gabriel. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. It's just fine. Boom, bah, boom. You understand? Glory to God. Hawk smash. Praise God. Michael smash. You know. Now, <laughs> now look at it. It says, And he said unto the woman, yeah, as God said, ye shall not eat of... So one day they were just walking. On, you know, just going around. And the, um, the devil, in his wisdom, the angelic wisdom as he had, he understood the significance of the tree of life. He understood the significance of rejecting it. He knew. He knew that his way in was for men to rebel. He knew. Because this was the gist. Satan, or the devil, maybe we call him Lucifer, even though Lucifer is not his name. Alright, praise the Lord. Alright, because when we get to that Lucifer, you see that Lucifer just means somebody, it's a metaphor for somebody who is prominent. Alright? Morning star. All of those is for someone who is prominent. Lucifer is not the devil's name. Amen. 
Lucifer is not the devil's name. Lucifer means morning star. All right. In uh, astrology, the morning star is the brightest, you know, before um, the day dawns, the morning star is the brightest star you see. So when they use morning star in literature, in Bible literature, it is used to speak of somebody who is of high prominence. Jesus is called day star. You know Jesus is called day star? Before the day dawn and the day star what? Rises up in your heart. Day star is morning star. So it's talking about someone of prominence, someone of importance. Hallelujah. All right. Praise God. The word Lucifer that is used in Isaiah, all right, is actually the, um, the, the Greek word phosphorus. You know phosphorus? Where we get the English phosphorus? That's what it is, phosphorus. Same thing for this star phosphorus. That's not Lucifer's name. That's not the devil's name. But for the sake of discussion, so you get what I'm saying, let's say Lucifer. Praise God. Now, it says, And the woman said unto the serpent, We, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Which means, in verse 4, he directly opposes what God said. So his name devil is in this. This is what he does. Devil is a description of what he does in that when God's word comes forth, he opposes what God says. So Satanas, Diabolos, is that he opposes God and God's position on any matter. He didn't always do that. He began to do that. That is why the Bible says that he was lifted up in what? Pride. Because it is only pride that will make you oppose God. Hallelujah. Is somebody paying attention? Alright. He now says, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. So now, an angel that was posted to Eden to ensure men went the way of life was now working in direct opposition to God's plan. Hallelujah. God did not post a devil to Eden. No. He posted an angel there. Hallelujah. That angel, hallelujah, sinned in his heart and became a devil. So the fall of man and the fall of the devil were linked. They fell around the same time. Now notice something. Let me show you. Ezekiel chapter 26. For you to see that the Bible doesn't say in Romans 5.12, by one man sin entered. The Bible says by one man sin entered into the world and dead by sin. He didn't say by one devil. Because the king of the earth was not the devil. It was man. Hallelujah. Until man permitted it, he couldn't enter. Are you, are you paying attention? So even though it was, you will see that this sin and this plan to derail man was already in Satan's heart. But until man, all right, sinned, sin was not in the world. Praise God. Praise God. So without man, the devil could not succeed. Look at Ezekiel. No, is, is anyone learning something here? Hallelujah. Now, Ezekiel... 28. Satan will always oppose the word. How will you know that something is of the devil? What does the, that thing say about the word? If the word says A, Satan will say B. You understand? The sponsor of opposition against God's word and God's plan is the devil. Any religious system that counters what God has said concerning Christ, that only him is the way to salvation, that religious system is sponsored by the devil. Hallelujah. Alright? And how you know is that, and one thing about this is that, what the, how the devil opposes God's plans and God's word is not to sound outrightly evil. No. 
Notice what he said now. He said that the tree, ah, ah, now God is not, the God knows that if you eat of the tree, you will be wise. So the desire was to be wise. That means to achieve the same thing without going God's way. Achieve the same thing. Achieve eternal life without listening to God. So what the devil deceived Adam and Eve was, you can achieve eternal life without paying attention to God, what God has said. And that is the deception with other religious systems. Where they are teaching, you can attain righteousness without Christ. Hallelujah. Without Christ, you can attain righteousness. You can, you understand? You, all you have to do is give, fast, and go on this. All someone will say is just be good to your neighbor. You, you understand? that Christ, Christ is not a big deal. It's just a good man that came out to show a better way. We can learn how to be good from Christ. But Christ is not the propitiation for your sins. Answered by the devil. Because the devil always stands in opposition. Now look at Ezekiel 28. Verse 12. Hallelujah. Can we read one to go? I have to stop very soon. He says, son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyros. Now this is where the, the principle of double application we apply. Where the Bible is talking to an individual, but also talking to what? A spirit being behind. He says, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus and say unto him, Thus said the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in words. That this is definitely not a man. He says, Full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Now, verse 13. Thou hast been in what? The what? Was it, is the king of Tyrus in Eden? No. He's obviously talking about what? Another personality. Has been in Eden, the garden of God. He says, Every precious stone was thy covering. This is where people got the instrument stuff. Every precious stone was thy covering sardius, topaz, and diamond, the berry, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and gold. The workmanship of that tablet and of that pipe was prepared in thee in the day that thou was what? Created. It was a beautiful angel, a special angel. And to show you how special this angel was, all right, you, you, uh, for you to understand how special this angel was, you will now understand how special man was. Because the reason God, God created this angel was to put this angel in whose office? In Eden. Where man was. To show you how special man was. Hallelujah. He says, thou art the anointed cherub. Now, what was the race? Remember, we said there are two angel races. Cherubim and what? The two angel races. So, this guy was a cherub. Alright? That was an anointed cherub. Now, notice it says anointed cherub. Alright? Chosen. He was a chosen cherub. Among cherubs, God chose him. He says, that cover it. And I have set this soul. That was upon the holy mountain of God. That has walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day thou was created. That means that the devil was not always the devil. Hallelujah. He said, thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created till what? Are you saying till iniquity was found in thee? Now notice, he says, by the multitude of the merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, all covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Verse 17. This is where we're going. It says, Thine heart was what? Lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom. Remember, corrupted wisdom is what? Subtility. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. And I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? So, but the issue is this. It says, thine heart was lifted up. So that means the iniquity started in his heart. So at first, posted in Eden, he was serving. He was fulfilling God's purposes. Hallelujah. And you notice he must have been posted with, with, to Eden with his angels. Remember? 
he had angels because you know we explained that Satan, all right, in the ranking of angels, is like a tronos. I might remember that. Like a tronos. The tronos, that's the throne. So he had angels, dominions, principalities, powers. Hallelujah. And he was there doing what he was supposed to do. Then the Bible said there was a moment where iniquity entered his heart, where he now began to think, Why am I this beautiful thing, this best thing since sliced bread, serving this man? What is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you visit him. You have made him just a shade lower than Elohim. You crowned him with God. No, 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 no. What's all this rubbish? No, 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 no. I want it. Hallelujah. 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 Look at Isaiah. We close. Is somebody learning something? Now, now, the love theologians have the opinion that Isaiah chapter 14 is not necessarily speaking to Satan. But when I look at it, I actually think it is. All right? And for the reason why they say that is for the very reason that Lucifer here, like remember I told you Lucifer is not Satan's name. Do you know that? All right? Someone of importance. Someone of pomp and pageantry. You understand? He says in verse 12, he says, How are that falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? All right? How are that cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, notice it was always where? In his heart. I will ascend where? Into heaven. I will exalt my what? Notice he had a throne. But it was an angelic throne. Not the throne. Not an Adamic one. And an, a throne of angels, no matter how great and beautiful, is under the throne of men. Because the purpose of angels was to serve what? Men. Okay. He said, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. All right? I will sit also upon the mount of transfiguration in the signs of the north. Now, 14 now says, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like what? The most high. Now, a lot of folks have thought that the devil was trying to overthrow God. The devil is not stupid. You can't overthrow God because God does not dwell in a physical space. You understand? How can you overthrow God? How? Notice, he didn't say, I will be the most high. He says, I will be what? Like the most high. I will be like him. I will be like the most high. You know? In says, verse 15, Yet thou shalt be brought down to what? Hell. To the sides of what? Of the pits. The problem of the devil, and the reason why the devil became the devil, was that the devil did not want to stay in the position where God put him. So, Paul, in talking to Timothy, he says that, Do not appoint a novice into ministry office, lest he what? Fall after the condemnation of what? Fall after the condemnation of the Why? Because the devil fell because of the what? Wanting a position that was not given or designed for him. So he's saying, if you put a novice into a position he is not yet ready for, he will become like what the devil became. Which means that because he's not ready for it, he will now begin to act in opposition to God's plan for that assignment. Because he will be hurty and pride and proud. I remember I've seen somebody that obviously maybe just got born again two weeks ago. That maybe because he is doing some, maybe flowing gifts of the spirit or something, they now begin to give him mic to preach and teach in church. I mean, I, I've seen things like that. In three months, the guy just got born three months ago, and already he's the way he's standing to prophesy, 
You will know there's a problem. You know we are in problem. It's a big problem. Because when he's standing as well, he's the overall geo of the church. He will not be giving word. He can even talk to the pastor. He said, yeah, Daddy, well, I have a word for you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So he was in Eden. And deceived Eve. But permitted, all right, deceived Eve, iniquity was in his heart, opposed God's word all the time where he was supposed to be pro God's word in Eden and contributed into the fall of man. Now, get, don't get anything wrong, all right? Let, next week, we are going to look at what God said concerning Lucifer, what God, sorry, what God said about what the devil, all right, when he spoke to the serpent, the consequences of that rebellion, all right, all right, of man and Satan against God's plan. The consequences, all right, of that rebellion and what the word says, this is what's going to happen, this is what's going to happen. We're going to see that. But the very important thing we need to get away from this is this, all right, that God did not create a devil. A devil came to be by the personal decision of a beautiful angel to oppose God's plan. Hallelujah. Whenever you find yourself in opposition to God's plan, you are being influenced by the devil. Praise God. God says the marriage is between a man and a woman. You come and say no. It can be between a man and a woman. It can be between a man and an animal. It can be between a man and a, a child. It can be, you understand? It can be between a man and a dog, a woman and a dog. Everybody's truth is their truth. You are being influenced by devil. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. You are being influenced by what? And notice that the devil doesn't come with horns. Look at the way it, it, it put it across. So if, if many of you were there, you will do the same thing. You will. The Bible says that the devil presents himself as an angel of what? Light. He will present it in such a wonderful way. The word of God says that believers should keep their body, you know, in um, holiness and keep their, um, their body from fornication. The devil will come and present it. Ah, ah. No, now. You and your spouse. Don't, don't you want to get married? Yes. So away from you can by yourself decide in your room and say, do you want to marry me? Yes, I want to marry you. Will I marry you? So you people have already gotten married by your exchange of your vows in that personality. So you are now married. The devil will be giving you all those beautiful suggestions. But that are in opposition to what? God's word. Hallelujah. Why give? Why give? The, the government has taken your, your um, has collected tax. You have paid tax already to the government. You get opposition. You just why he will bring all those thoughts in opposition. So that's why the Bible says the war, um, uh, the, uh, the weapons of our warfare are not what carnal, but they are what mighty through God to the what pulling down of what. Yes, because the strongholds are taught, sponsored by the devil in opposition to God's word in the hearts of men. So our contention is not against human beings; it's against belief systems sponsored by the devil that he began to sponsor. From the Garden of Eden. From the beginning. Hallelujah. Praise God. The greatest manifestation of the devil is not witchcraft. The greatest manifestation of the devil is not sorcery. The greatest manifestation of the, of the devil is not one babalawa or mamalawa anywhere. No. The greatest manifestation of the devil is the sponsorship of thoughts and belief systems that stand in opposition to God's plan and purpose. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. The moment you understand this, you will be able to discern and decipher the activities of the devil. Because when you see opposition to God's word, when you see opposition to God's plan, you have smelt a rat. You have smelt a devil. Lift up your hands and just bless his name. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. 
Kanindo Krahastirihesta, Manta Kalabashitis, Liko Rahasiketeribo Satahashida. Rise up on your feet, everybody. Just speak in other tongues, Mantelegrahan Nelibo Sanda. Kosakatala Baba Sukotoko Boriba Kataka Babahaya. Likataka Papa Katakata Kapasotokotokotoko Pushiteki Balababa Pasatahaya. Manta Kalamasi. Nota pala kasi tetete pusata babashite. Koto lobo koto koposia. It is easy to cast out a devil from the body. But you see, do you know what takes time? Teach out a devil from the mind. How many of you understand what I'm saying? It is easy to expel a devil from a man's body. But when it comes to religious belief system, <laughs> you know you cannot cast that one out. Because it's a what? A belief system. And remember what we said about the devil. What did the Bible say? He said, and the serpent is more what? Subtil. Corrupted his wisdom. So listen. Why you are doing casting out devils? You know what the devil is doing? The devil has entered into the education system. In America, in the United Kingdom, right now, the educational system has been designed to store antichrist thoughts into little children. Little children. So now. Little children are taught that when you see a boy, you don't call him him. That gender is fluid. So imagine when Antichrist thought pattern is being injected into the educational system of children and you now want to reach them with the gospel at 25. How many of you know that the strong body is stronger? Subtil. Is more what? Subtil. Very subtle. Very subt- subtle and strategic. Plus ahead as design systems. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. We will continue next week. We are out of time. Can we package an offering? Praise God. Amen. Let's pack it an offering. Pala garama sombro kotoko bodiga. Elebositi. It is why we give. It is why we preach. Hallelujah. It's why we must be loud about the gospel. Amen. Amen. Then you know also, you notice something about the devil? The devil wants you to think that he's not really that active. That all these things is all in the mind of people. Amen. All these Africans and all their devil, 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 devil. <laughs> because the devil likes walking in secret. You understand? Just call it no, it's woke. This is progressive. Hallelujah. It's progressive. It's the way forward. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody say with me. All plans of the devil. I put a stop to not by power not by might but by the Holy Ghost by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus Amen the devil walks in opposition to God's plan hallelujah say this with me I will never be in opposition to God's plan I will never stand louder I will never stand in opposition to God's words. I am a believer. I walk in the words. I walk in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. All right. Um, seven second service will be starting in a bit. Amen. Next five minutes. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. 
All right, next week, I'm going to try to see how I can start earlier with cooperation with admin. Because how many of you agree that this subject requires some time to go into, right? How many of you agree? It has it requires some time. Praise the Lord. All right. All right, let's take our affirmations real quickly. Amen. It seems COVID has died too. Amen. <laughs> ah, dear Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. COVID has died though. <laughs> ah. Yeah, you know, those of you that understand what I'm saying, you understand what I'm saying. Amen. It's really all around the world, but here we're just carrying on. Nothing to do us. Amen. Praise God. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Can we say this with me? The grace of God has been given to me. The power of Christ is living in me. Therefore, I rule, I reign by the power of God living in me. It is my year of spreading. I spread everywhere. I spread the light, I spread the life, and I spread the power of God everywhere. God bless you. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.